You recommended a book to me, but I can't remember the name of it. I was going to ask you. Yeah, what was it? Because she said she recommended it to you, too. Oh, yeah. No, nah, this is a powerful book. It's called The Way of the Superior Man. The Way of the Superior. There you go. Yeah, Break she fucked right me up now. with that book, too. I ain't going to lie to you. That's a, that's a book women should not give to their man unless they really secure in themselves. Mm. Because the message of that book is basically for powerful men how to deal with your power. Because, you know, you got options. You get power and money and fame. You could go crazy. Right. So it just it just gives you a, a unique perspective. You know what I'm saying? On the right way to do things. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah, from, from, the, from the author perspective, you know? Mm. It's heavy, though. Chapter 50. Restore your purpose in solitude and with other men. A man rediscovers and fine-tunes his purpose in solitude in challenging situations and in the company of other men who won't settle for his bullshit. But women strengthen their feminine radiance best in the company of other women in mutual celebration and play. A man must arrange for both forms of restoration, his own solitude and men's gatherings and his woman's time with other women. If you spend too much time with your woman, you will rub off on each other in the worst way. In order to get along together, she will begin to adopt your masculine patterns of speech, denying her feminine desire to flow in play and pleasure without having to make masculine style sense or fulfill a purpose. You will begin to adopt her feminine patterns of touch and affection, denying your de desire to get down to it with your mission or your woman. Instead, you will find yourself pecking your woman on the cheek or giving her hugs and pats of lovey-dovey reassurance. In short, the goddess and the warrior will become neutralized. Householders sharing only the mildest play of sexual polarity. In order to enliven her feminine core, your woman should spend time every day in absolute abandon and celebration. During these times of dancing, singing, laughter, and sheer delight, her body and mind should be totally released of any obligation to be masculine. Directed, controlled, structured, and goal-oriented, these occasions are most rejuvenating when she is with other women. Magnifying and rejoicing in each other's feminine radiance and flow, if your woman lacks this frequent feminine rejuvenation, she will develop symptoms of depressed feminine energy, disease, especially in her more feminine parts, lack of life energy, low sexual desire and enjoyment, and a blue downhearted despondent disposition. Much of the modern men's movement has concentrated on men reclaiming their inner feminine energy. If you want to revitalize your own feminine energy, then you can do pretty much the same as women do to revitalize their feminine energy. 
You can go out into the woods and sing and dance and laugh with your friends for men who have become rigidly stuck in their masculine direction without allowing the flow of joy and sharing in their lives. This is good medicine. But for men who have lost their sense of purpose, who don't know what their life is about or who have trouble aligning their life with their truth, singing and dancing aren't the remedy. The cure for lack of purpose is to be challenged to live. The cure for lack of purpose is to be challenged to live at your edge. Since you have lost the capacity to live there by yourself. The two ways to bring your right to your masculine edge of power are austerity and challenge. Austerity means to eliminate the comforts and cushions in your life that you have learned to snuggle into and loose weep wakefulness. Take away anything that, dull, that dulls your edge. No newspapers or magazines. No TV, no candy, cookies or sweets. No sex, no cuddling, no reading anything, no reading of anything at all while you eat or sit on the toilet. Reduce working time to a necessary minimum. No movies, no conversation that isn't about truth, love, or the divine. If you take on these disciplines for a few weeks, as well as any other disciplines that may particularly cut through your unique habits of dullness, then your life will be stripped of routine distractions. All that will be left is the edge you have been avoiding by means of your daily routine. You will have to face the basic discomfort and dissatisfaction that is the hidden texture of your life. You will be alive with the challenge of living your truth rather than hiding from it. Unadorned suffering is the, the bedmate of masculine growth. Only by staying intimate with your personal suffering can you feel through it to its source. By putting all your attention into work, TV, sex, and reading, your suffering remains unpenetrated and the source remains hidden. Your life becomes structured entirely by your favorite means of sidestepping and by your favorite means of sidestepping the suffering you rarely allow yourself to feel. And when you do touch the surface of your suffering, perhaps in the form of boredom, you quickly pick up a magazine or remote control. Instead, feel your suffering, rest with it, embrace it, make love with it. Feel your suffering so deeply and thoroughly that you penetrate it. 
and realize its fearful foundation. Almost everything you do, you do because you are afraid to die. And yet dying is exactly what you are doing from the moment you are born. Two hours of absorption in a good Super Bowl telecast may distract you temporarily. But the fact remains you were born as a sacrifice. And you can either participate in the sacrifice, dissolving in the giving of your gift, or you can resist it, which is your suffering. By eliminating the safety net of comforts in your life, you have the opportunity to free fall in this moment between birth and death. Right through the hole of your fear into the unthreatenable openness, which is the source of your gifts. The superior man lives as this spontaneous sacrifice of love. The other means besides austerity for rediscovering your masculine core is through challenge. The more superficial forms of challenge include activities like mountain climbing, ropes, courses, competitive sports, and boot camp. These forms of physical challenge instantly enliven the masculine sense of purpose and direction in men and women. Deeper forms of challenge involve directly giving your gift in ways that have been blocked by your fear. If you have always been afraid of public speaking, you can take on the challenge of speaking in public once a week for three months. If you fail and miss an appointment one week, the following week, you must give three talks. If you have always wanted to write a novel but could never finish one, you tell your friends that you are going to complete one chapter a week or a month for the next year. Every time you don't complete your weekly goal, you owe your friends $100. If you don't complete your goal, if you don't complete your yearly goal, you owe them 10000 The point is, there must be a consequence for freezing in the face of fear. There are obvious consequences for freezing in the face of fear when the mountain. There are obvious consequences for freezing in the face of fear when mountain climbing or playing competitive sports, you must instill consequences throughout the rest of your life unless you want to cling to the safety net of superficial pleasures. The most potent forms of masculine realignment involve both austerity and challenge. Go to the middle, middle of the woods by yourself with only survival necessities. Nothing to read, nothing to do. Fast food, fast from food, and don't sleep for as long as possible. Challenge your attention with some practice like chanting or ritual movement so that your attention doesn't drift or become balmy. Open yourself and wait. Do not cover your suffering. Do not quit before you fall through the hole of your fear and emerge with a vision of the true mission, the unique form of your living sacrifice. Do not quit 
before you fall through the hole of your fear and emerge with a vision of your true mission, the unique form of your living sacrifice. This kind of isolation and challenge is an extreme and potent form of masculine vision questioning. This kind of isolation and challenge is an extreme and potent form of masculine vision questing. But there are more common forms that are useful in everyday life. Spend time every day in solitude with no distractions. Just sit for 10 minutes. No fidgeting, no channel surfing, no magazine thumbing. Just be exactly as you are. Not trying to change anything. Stay with your suffering. Until you fall through it and intuit the groundless source of your life. Just as your woman must regularly spend time with only women, you must regularly spend time with only men at least once a week. Get together with your men friends to serve one another. Cut through the bullshit and talk with each other straight. If you feel your friend is wasting his life, tell him so because you love him. Welcome such criticism from your friend. Suggest challenges for each other to take on in order to bring each other through the fears which limit your surrender in gifting. Always agree on consequences. For not persisting in the challenge. For instance, if you agree to ravish your wife for three hours every other day for a week, then also agree to mow your friend's yard if you miss a day of ravishment. You should alternate these kinds of cutting through the bullshit gatherings with masculine celebrations. Even during these celebrations, though, there should be a challenge to remain conscious and undistracted. They are not occasions for lapsing from fullness, but for communing beyond fear. Perhaps you can all go swimming in ice cold water together or drink to the point of inebriation and then spend the rest of the night chanting hymns of the mystery of existence. Nobody allowed to drift. Whatever you do, share as much loving as you can with your friends without settling for mediocrity or less than each man's fullest gift. Make sure that you arrange for your woman's rejuvenate rejuvenative time and your own otherwise you will rot in the cushions of bargained stagnation and sexual neutralization which pad your true edge of living your gift in relationships